Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the million dollar episode of the Only in OK show. And after the break, we're traveling the mother road through OKC, something we've never done. Well, we have, but not on the show. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So, who wants to be a millionaire? It's, it, it's, I would love to be a millionaire. I think everybody would want to be a millionaire. But I grew up, my extent of poker, of poker is watching the gambler, knowing when to hold him, knowing when to fold him, and not really knowing what either one of those things meant until way later. Right. Whereas you, on the other hand, have some extensive background. I'm a poker fan. You are a poker fan. In fact, when I got here, you were watching, was it, was it a, the 2018 no. WSOP, what? It was a video of amazing reads oh, okay. over the last year on well, tele- televised poker games. So I think unless you're in the poker, no. You wouldn't know that Choctaw Durant Casino has been doing satellite tournaments for the World Ser- Series of Poker for quite a while now. Quite a while. They've also done some World Poker Tour events. Yeah. We're really kind of getting known mm-hmm. uh, in the state of Oklahoma for this World Series of Poker yeah. event that they're having. And this year, it's January 5th through the 23rd. Yeah. And it's a ring event. Yeah. So it's not the primary World Series mm-hmm. of Poker in Vegas. Those are all bracelet events. Right. If you win one of the events, you get the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a bracelet. Right. You want the bracelet and the bragging rights. Right. At the World Series of Poker ring events, mm-hmm. you actually get a ring. What is I think is interesting, and maybe it's just because poker in this part of the country, you know, we've got casinos that have some poker rooms in there, you know, with your $50 minimum buy-ins and stuff like that. But this is a real deal. When people think, oh, what's, you know, what's, what's the purse going to be? It's going to be a million dollars, a chance at a million dollars. A million dollar guaranteed prize pool. How many clams? When they say a million clams, that's a lot of clams, man. It, it is. <laughs> But let's let's be um, a little more specific. Okay, sure. That that is just the guarantee. Okay. So it is a seventeen hundred dollar buy in event for the main event, Jiminy. which is a million dollar guaranteed prize pool. We need a sponsor for that just to get into the tournament. <laughs> we do, we do, <laughs> but they normally beat that with buy ins, right? So to get a million dollar prize pool at seventeen hundred dollars a pop, you only need a little, real close to six hundred players yeah. in the tournament. I think we normally exceed that amount. Last year, the main event was won by Max Young. He took home first place, $263,000. That's a lot of, you know, a million's a lot. Yes. But 263000 Hell, I'm happy with $260. But that means that <laughs> even if it was just a million last year, that yeah. means $750,000 approximately went to the rest of the players in the field. Golly. I mean, so, your chances are good if you're good enough, right? If you're good enough, if obviously. Your reads, if your reads, if you're reading. I, I don't know if your chances are good <laughs> one way or the other. I think your chances are your chances. Right. Uh, it, it's one you, of those things. A real man makes his own luck. Billy Zane said that in Titanic. And I think it's true. <laughs> but if you're you're a poker fan, yeah. you're guaranteed to see some, some familiar faces at this yeah. event. Because they come for, you know, we were talking about it when we were kind of talking about what what's the show going to be be about. People come from all over. It's a 
you, when you I think you think of Durant, Oklahoma, people, it's a destination. It really is. Choctaw Durant is amazing. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit, and we'll talk about some of the more talking about sure. it in a little bit. Um, but back to Max Young. Yeah. He's from Oregon, I believe. Really? So, yeah, I think I, Oregon or Washington, one of those states. Or Oregon. Or Oregon. It's Durant. Right. Maybe it's Oregon. So, again, the main event portion of this, $1,700. But mm-hmm. $1,700 is a lot of money for a lot of people. It's a lot of money. But that is just one day of this overall event. Yeah. There are almost 70 different events. Well, it's damn near a month long. Right. I mean, it's January 5th through the 23rd. Yeah. Way over a half month. Yeah. So there are a lot of events ranging in price from $70 Mm -hmm. all the way up to the $1,700 big boy. And some of those events, like you have the $50,000 guaranteed monster stack, no limit hold'em events. Yeah. $250 buy-in. They have several of those throughout the month. Now, let me ask you something. And again, I, I've watched poker. I, I'm an observer. I like I like to watch golf. I don't play golf. I mm-hmm. like to play tennis. I don't play tennis. Poker is another one of those games, too. It's chess. It really is. Mm-hmm. But is it true that sometimes you can win a... Not only do you win a little bit of cash, but you can win a seat at the big table sometimes. Is that right? Yes. There are several events like that. I'm not 100% sure if the winner of the main event gets an entry into the main event in Vegas. But one way or another, if you're taking home $260,000, I think you can afford it. Yeah, I think you can afford a a place at the table, right? It's 10K. It's 10K. (laughs) Even after taxes, I think you're going to be okay. Right. So back to the tournaments that exist. So they have different games. Mm -hmm. They have different game types. They have different game structures throughout the month. To kind of fit everybody's style. Some people don't like playing full table games, so they have six max games. Right. Some people don't like playing thin, meaning they have, you start off with very short stacks. stacks right. They have the, the nightly deep stack, which is a $130 event. You start off with a lot more chips. You feel more comfortable. It's right. slower blind progression, so right. you can kind of enjoy it a kind little Kind of play bit. around a little bit with it. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, they also have like pot limit Omaha events. But there are some really cool events. They have the ladies' mm-hmm. events, which I think is awesome that they have a, a separate event. Again, it's one of those things where it's a smaller player pool. You don't see a lot of the ladies highlighted in the overall sport. So the fact that they have a separate event that can highlight them specifically makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. They also have a seniors' ring event, which I'm getting. I'm rapidly approaching your age. You're getting there. So what happens? Do you get a free coffee? With every with every hand dealt, <laughs> I think ten percent off. I think primarily the the advantage of being in the seniors event is you don't have any of those young kids who are like super aggressive, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can, you can play a little you can bit kind more. of you can play a little bit looser. Mm-hmm. So again, almost seventy tournaments in in total, multiple yeah. events every day. and that's not even counting just the regular stuff that happens in their poker room. Mm-hmm. Like, during this tournament, they have cash games going all the time, and they'll have small ring events, like one-table events, where they have, like, the winner of this event gets a seat at one of the games that's going on later that day. Yeah. They do a lot of that stuff. It's definitely geared towards getting the most play in the shortest window of time possible. So, without all that being said, Mm -hmm. we... We? I mean, me... (laughs) 
Brett is, <laughs> has no interest in sitting down at a poker table. Look at my face now. But I am going to sit in on a couple of games. Mm-hmm. The next, the first one coming up this weekend. Harley, if we get there and you come out and say, well, I lost the, I lost the truck. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, I'm not hitchhiking from Durant, Oklahoma all the way back here because you lost the farm. The nice thing about these games is you're not actually, when they say no limit, it really means no limit other than what's at the table. Okay. I'm just so saying. You, you can't go, uh, I, I'll give you my kidney. That's not how it works. I, yeah. I, I can't put my kids up for collateral because they're not coming with me. So, so I'm just saying. Yes. I'm going to sit in on a few games. And we are going to do a couple of shows mm-hmm. out of the Choctaw Durant over the next couple of weeks. Sure. Some videos, that sort of thing. So look forward to that. But again, if it's, if you're not into poker, if this yeah. isn't something that you're into. They've got other stuff. It's a casino. It's not even. A it's more than just a casino. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. I've never seen you glow about a place. It's not just a casino, Brad. It's an experience. It's, it's not even that. It's just when you say it's a casino, it, you it gives it a a, a, con, a negative not a negative connotation. No, I wouldn't say a negative. It limits what you what you right. where your mind. It's entertainment, goes. an entertainment superstore. No, I don't know. What oh my god! <laughs> you need to say something quick, or I'm gonna start. I'm gonna keep coming up with. So they do have. Lots of other activities that are casino related. They've got slot, they've got slot machines, all the slot machines that you could possibly want to play. Seven thousand over seven thousand slot machines. They have over a hundred different table games: craps, roulette, pie gal, blackjack. You Everything. name it. They've got it. Horses. You can bet on the ponies. Y- you can, but outside of that, the 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 name the. The nomenclature, no, the, the, the title of being a casino is what takes away from these things. It's got, it's a resort. It's got 16 restaurants. That's a lot of restaurants for a a single location. It's got 20 bars and lounges. My question, do they have an impossible Whopper patty that I could eat while I'm there? (laughs) Probably. Probably. At at the Grand Theater and the Gillies there, they have some of the biggest names in entertainment. From all over the world, all over the, stopping in to do. do shows. I mean, I was looking, because I subscribe to What's What in concerts. There have been a few times where I went, Chris Stapleton at the Chop Talk at Carrie Underwood. I mean, a lot of them are kind of that kind, of, but they also have some that are a little bit more secular. Mm-hmm. They've had some rock act, some heavy hit. They have some heavy hitting entertainment. It's not just like nothing against Ario Speedwagon, but they've got some A-list Stop. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> but then on top of that, if you're not into any of that, okay. you don't want to, you don't want to gamble a penny. Right. They've got a, they've got an crazy arcade. entertainment. They've uh, got an arcade. Uh, yes. That's where I'm going to be. Like an old school arcade. They've got a movie theater, a real, it's not like, this isn't like you know, one of those that says, come check out our movie theater. And right. With yeah. six seats and, and no. it's got this thing that says press play because they have the DVD on the projector. Yeah, yeah. Like a legitimate movie theater mm-hmm. with six different movies going all the time. Yeah. Um, they've got a spa. They've got multiple pools. Yes. The hotel is gorgeous. Yes. Stayed in it a while back. Right. It is a gorgeous hotel. Yeah, I've heard. I, I know some people that go down there often because they get 
um, they get comps mm-hmm. from the casino to stay for free, which mm-hmm. I don't spend. I don't. I don't have deep enough pockets to get anything comped. But I've heard nothing but just glowing reviews about the Choctaw Casino in Durant. No, I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent Now there are there are a lot of perks. That are are relatively standard. They've got valet parking. Okay. Well, you make it sound like it's a bad thing. You're like, well... No, 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 okay. no. Sorry. Okay. No, I got you. No, you're fine. They've got valet parking. Yeah. It's free to everybody. Most people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Most people, like, I really believe that 90% of people that walk into a casino mm-hmm. that has valet parking thinks that's like some sort of special thing. Like, no, you literally pull up, give the guy your keys, and you walk inside. Now, question... You know they're on the clock. Do you tip about? Do you tip your valet? Yes, I think it's you have to. But have you ever been to to a place where you've got to park a quarter of a mile away from the door in the wintertime? Mm. Do you want to do that? No, not no. In, I'm not in. No, I I want it the quickest route for me to here. As long as they don't you know jump the a, a cliff with my car, I don't care. Yeah, ten spot and you stayed nice and toasty the whole time. Absolutely, I'm all for yep, it. Sign me up. If you're not, they've got several huge parking structures Mm -hmm. that are connected to the casino. Yeah. So you don't have to go, you don't have to spend a lot of time outside, but plenty of parking. And they even have a shuttle service. If you Mm -hmm. were staying at the RV park across the street, Mm -hmm. you can um, just give them a call. They'll bring over the shuttle, pick you up, bring you over, take you back when you're done. Jeez. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to going down there. Right, fun. And so fun. we're going to be going down there this weekend. Now, there is some construction. Okay. Are they expanding or what? It's not them. Okay. There is some construction right at the intersection. It's been going on for way too long. Mm-hmm. The highway, I think it's Highway 69 or 75. I don't know what they... Of it's course it's it one is. of the other. It's 69 slash 75. Yeah. They've been expanding mm-hmm. this area. And I think it's probably the casino's Traffic. fault right. that they've had to do this, but... It's taken them way too long. So if you want to look at some sneaky ways to get in, yeah. if you go to the Choctaw Durant website, they'll give you the give you the lowdown. There are some different routes that you can take to make it a little bit easier on yourself. Well, speaking of routes, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about Route 66 coming up. So Harley, we're headed to Durant, Oklahoma. We are, and we're talking about whilst we're there. Perhaps we do a little bit of. Shameless promotion, and by shameless I mean don't I don't want to bear, wear my tired ass, you know, non only no case show stuff that's shameful. I want to have a I want to have a shameless plug for the show, but I don't know if we have time to put it together. But who would you, who do you call besides the Ghostbusters? Well, if you are in need of decorated caps or mm-hmm. any other popular promotional gear, like we are. We're always in need. Then you want to reach out to our friends over at Master Threads. They can embroider your logo directly onto a cap or anything else. I keep I say fanny pack over and over and over, hoping that you're going to just say, you know what, I'm just going to get a fanny pack so he'll shut the hell up about it. And I can do that with Master Threads. And if I want to do that, I want to find out how much it's going to cost. It's a, Get your free quote, man. You can get a free quote by calling 405-673-3787. Or hop on the webs and get them at masterthreads.us. So recently, well, that's not recently. They've been doing a lot with, you know, we talked about it a few shows ago, that uh, they're really pushing to kind of highlight Route 66 again. Mm-hmm. 
And now, you know, we're seeing it out west. We're seeing it out east. Now the metro is finally starting to get a little bit of a Route 66 upgrade, and I think it's I think it's great news. Yeah, uh, this is uh, from an article by Darla Sheldon of the Oklahoma City Sentinel from December 14th. 200 new Route 66 signs installed throughout Oklahoma City. I think it's cool because unless you know, unless you're a Route 66 purist, you don't really know where the road. You know, you think Route 66, I think you automatically think of out western Oklahoma, Yukon Way, Clinton. And then when you're going east, you think where Pops and, and Arcadia and things like that are. But people forget how much, there's still quite a bit of stretch of, of Route 66 that runs through the metro still. There is, and a lot of it is kind of lost to history. Lost, it really is. So the fact that the uh, city crews installed these signs so that visitors can kind of travel the parts that mm-hmm. are still in existence. Right. Because, you know, the, you know there are roads that used to be Route 66 and right. have been paved and repaved and renamed so many times that people didn't realize that it mm-hmm. was part of Route 66. Yep. And, the, you know, some of that's segmented off. So, you you, you know, am I still on it? Or, right. You know, or did it change? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever been... Down around that area, you know, where Classen and yeah, Western oh, yeah. kind of can, kind of intersect. Right hell, there. I don't even know what street I'm on when I'm down there, let alone what highway it was 50 years ago. Yeah, it's like when you get to that, that right there at the Classen or even the Classic Curve, it's like your compass starts to just spin out of control. You're like, is this, am I in the Bermuda Triangle? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it, I really think it's a great idea yeah. because there are a lot of people who are trying to track the pieces of Route 66. And kind of laying it out for for the amateur version yeah. of that group, it makes a lot of sense to me. Well, I think it's, you know, and, and again, I'm kind of piggybacking on that and talking about something I already talked about. There is this newfound resurgence with Route 66 and generating, a, it's been ger- generating a lot of traction, no pun intended, for quite some time. I just think it's it's way past due, but it's right, but then again, I think it might be right on time, too. You know, one of the things that uh, Darla Sheldon pointed out in her article is that Route 66 actually passes through some really big, kind of burgeoning right. areas that you don't of, think the, about. of the city. According to her, it goes through the Britain District, Western Avenue, Northwest 39th Street, the Asian District, and Uptown 23rd. Yeah, and those are some really high traffic areas. So, it, it, to me, it just makes sense. highlight Not only to highlight those areas historically... There, things are moving into that area. It's just a, it's a, it's a burgeoning tourist industry or tourism industry in those areas. Well, I think it makes sense from another standpoint as well. And this just kind of came to me. If you're opening a new business mm-hmm. in one of those districts, yeah, the fact that it's emphasized to you that it's part of Route, Route 66, 66 you, it automatically it goes ting because there are people that are, that specifically look for Route 66 destinations. Or just bringing in some of the elements of Route 66 Mm -hmm. into the design of your new facility, whatever it is. So according to Zach Craig, he's the president of the Oklahoma City Convention and Visitors Bureau, he said Route 66 is continually in our most requested itineraries and motor coach tours nationally and internationally, and it accounts for more than half of the annual visitation from international travelers. When we talk to the Route 60, the, the the preeminent Route 66 museum that's in Clinton, Oklahoma, smack dab on the Mother Road, I remember her saying they've got names in the guest book there from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, we've talked about it before. Paul McCartney probably, I think it was a decade or more, 
brought his Bronco, mm -hmm. his classic Bronco here, and drove his Bronco from, he drove every piece of Route 66 that he could go down. And even stopped at Nona's, uh, or the Purple Door downtown to eat. So it's a, it's a huge draw. And it was a minuscule investment. Yeah. These signs cost us $8,700. That's not bad. No, nah, not bad at all. That, well, you know, it depends. Where, that's part of that penny sales tax. You know, someone would find a reason to freaking <laughs> complain about it. But we're in the business to, we're in the business to highlight these kind of things. My bananas cost me a dollar oh nine. Dollar Tree's a dollar twenty five now. We got eighty seven hundred dollars to spend on signs. <laughs> Why, yes, we do. We do. So you can find a full map of the alignments on okc.gov forward slash route sixty six. And you can learn more about Route sixty six at route sixty six roadtrip.com. <laughs> Hey, and tell your friends how to find out more information about Route 66. They can check us out at OnlyInOKShow.com. This has been the Only in OK Show. I am Harley. And I am Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. Where Bud went for looking, looking for love in all the wrong places in Bamboo Urban Bamboo Noodle Bar. Hey, they're bound, they're bound to have something that that even I can eat. That's why I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. You know the bridge um, at Old Holster, right? The old bridge over there. You know that's part of the original '66, and a lot of it runs around the lake, and then they kind of cut it off to build that housing addition over there. A couple of movies that we need to get off the Don't list. Don't look up. Liked it. It was okay. I thought it was great. It yeah. was. It was okay. It was. I am going to say left leaning a little. I think that it was a jab at climate deniers. Okay. See, I right now, if you ask people that watch it, they because I I saw mix. I saw it's about. I was thinking, okay, it's climate change. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who are saying, well, it's the effect of the, it's, it's the pandemic. And no. The movie was written and yeah. recorded before the pandemic. Right. I yeah. like the approach. I did too. It was yeah. good. Matrix. I got 10 minutes in, brother. Dude, and it, it lost is me, man. A train wreck. Flaming pile of shit. Yeah. I, I got 10 minutes in. I never turned it off, but I lost interest. It felt like to me. And there have been a couple of movies that they've that Warner Brothers has released co on coinciding with the HBO Max release and the TV or the the theater release that they all kind of feel like well, I haven't seen Dune yet so I can't speak on Dune I think Dune's good that just feel like it just the opening sequence what was what was good about the original Matrix was we're 1997. The, the technology, the effects, the whole, the, the production value in the late, mid, late nineties. I was blown away. What they tried to do is reproduce that and it just felt, it just felt cheap. Ham handed. Yeah. Exactly. You're a hundred percent right. It, they basically took the route of what if we made fun of the fact. Right. That we're rebooting a movie. Right. Was that actually. The movie, or was this what really, you know, 
Because the whole beginning sequence, they, I mean, I realized within the first 10 seconds that they were re, they were either previously on the Matrix with mm-hmm. the Trinity sequence, and then they did the switcheroo, and you're like, that's not Trinity, but it's the Matrix, so it can, it can't, it can be Trinity if, if, if they want it to be. It just seemed really ham handed. Yeah. It was gross. Like, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. Not one single part of it. I watched the whole movie and I was like, I didn't like anything. But tonally, look at the, the, when you look back at the, the, the original trilogy, they had a, the, the color palette was it kind of a, the first one had a greenish tone to it. It, it kind of had this. I don't know. I felt this one didn't have any atmosphere to it. It no. just didn't feel. And the, the weird dropping in of all the footage from the first three movies, like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Like, who thought that was a good idea? We waited for this. You know what I mean? When they announced that they were going to do another one, I was like, can it be done? I think it can. And I think they kind of, they struck while the iron was hot with the social. I think they could have left out Neo altogether. And just did a. See, here's the thing. They came out with something really, a cool concept in the movie. Mm -hmm. That there was a civil war among the machines. Right. And half of the machines sided with the humans. So they kind of went rogue. Right. So you could have had an entire storyline that revolved around the either the Civil War or the post-Civil War where some of the machines still wanted all humans to be, yeah. you know, a, a power so- mm-hmm. source and some wanted us to work with them. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot of story to be told there. Yeah. And you could have drawn from the characters that still existed in the reality. Yeah. Instead of going, well, they magicked Neo back to life. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, Neo and What's-Her-Face... Trinity. ...are a super capacitor battery thing that runs the whole Matrix. It all runs off their power a lot. Like, oh my god, you're making me vomit. Well, and it, it felt like they... Instead of having a continuation, it felt like almost like they were trying to reboot just a little bit. Like, I don't know. I just felt like the, again, what I watched of it. Is there parts that where you look when you see Keanu, where he, you almost feel like he he's almost like become a, a caricature of himself? Like, there were parts where I was like, he's going to, he's about to smile. Like, how many, I don't know how many takes he had. It looks like he's about to crack. I don't know, but I also didn't like the fact that Neo didn't fight. Yeah. There was a lot of fight scenes where Neo was there, but, but he didn't, he didn't fight. fight. Right. And he's the chosen one. Right. And he was all, I mean, he was also, you know, like, I know Kung Fu, that guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't fight. And I think it's just because of the schedule. The guy's got so much going on and they're like, hey, we want to knock out this. Yeah. And I know you're like, doing John Wick, but do you mind? Yeah, you're do- you're doing 60 other things. Can we get you in for 48 hours to record some scenes? Right. And then instead of ha- having him fight, he just does a lot of that. Hand motion, the force push the, yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not buying it. No, it was lame. Um, And then Neo forgot how to fly, but Trinity figured out how to fly at the exact same moment in time. Like, what the hell? But here's the thing. Which, one last thing, and I'll leave you, we'll get to it. I don't know if you're excited about the Batman at all, but that third, the third trailer, I hesitantly, I'm just trying to get as much, as many morsels as I can. Dude, look at me. I'm telling you right now, I love, I love Christopher Nolan's trilogy. This movie, 
is on pace. I don't know, man. Like that third trailer, I told somebody, I said, they, Warner Brothers robbed me at gunpoint. They took every dime I had. Like, I can't get there fast enough. What's that? This is my new oh, benefits cards. You ever seen a benefits card that big before? No, no it's. <laughs> oh, that okay. Size. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But tell me that that is too fine of a print. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, I promise you it wasn't like that. This is like, oh, well, if we if we just put all of the information on a tiny little card, then everybody will realize they need to go to the optometrist, too. Like, I've got glasses. I can't read this. Yeah. <coughs> well, I'm at the age where I have to take my glasses off to actually. No, I'm literally wearing magnifying glasses, and I couldn't recite one of these numbers to save my life. Yeah. Huh. You got pretty good. I mean, I'm... I am going to have to give credit to a new movie. What? Ghostbusters. Dude. That was a rock solid movie. Tell me right now. That movie was for everybody, but it was really for everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. The the final act of that movie, you'd have to be a heartless, cynical bastard to not at least go, I really like what they did there. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, why would they... They had a stand-in actor. I can't think of the guy's name now. He's been in some stuff, and they just used... Um, uh, they CGI. Yeah, they didn't deep fake it. They just, I liked that he didn't say anything. They didn't try to try to fake him as Egon, but I knew that was going to happen. I, I just, I knew there was going to be some type of a divine intervention from Egon. I didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And I think they set it up to where, did you stay to the bitter end? Yeah. This is my theory with the Ghostbuster symbol with the the younger ghost. I think Ernie Hudson or he's they're going to pass the torch. It's going to be young. It's going to be a young group of Ghostbusters because Dan Aykroyd said he wants to get killed off in the next one. But yeah, that movie it had heart. It had all of it, man. So um, and it was set in a fictional, fictional Oklahoma town. Yeah, that was actually in Canada. But anyway, yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, you didn't see Spider Man, did you? Yeah. And dude, come on, man. What are you lying to me? You had another thought you were trying to get to first, huh? Um, yeah, but I lost it. Lost the thread. Uh, Spider-Man was good. Did were there a bunch of people there when you went? Yeah. Did anybody clap when when Toby and Andrew Garfield popped through the portal? Uh, no. I had some cheers going. <laughs> Madeline about lost her shit. Really? Yeah. I liked it. It was good. I would have preferred to have um, what's his name, uh, the kid, Tom Holland. No, the kid, kid. Uh, uh what? I can't remember his name. Kid, kid. I, wanna, I keep wanting to say Malcolm. The kid from Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, Miles Morales? Miles. They alluded to it a little bit when Electro says, Man, I thought you was black. Yeah. They And they also kind of teased it in um, Far From Home when Donald Glover's character, I can't remember it now, he basically plays, oh, who was the bad guy in uh, Into the Spider-Verse that wasn't really the bad guy? His uncle. Yeah. Anyway, he plays his uncle, and he slips and says, he's in the parking garage. I think it's a deleted scene. He's like, I'm not going to be able to make it, Miles. You're going to have to do it without me. They've got us into the Spider-Verse 2 coming out. I like that movie. The first one was really good. I did, too. Anyway, um... Three, two, one.